welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. The Landscape is presented with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out more at deltadentaloh.com. As spring moves to summer, a regular outing for many includes a trip to Gervasi Vineyard in Canton to taste the wine, enjoy the scenery, relax at the spa, and have something delicious to eat. Two gentlemen charged with making sure diners are happy and well-fed are Chefs Joe Pileggi and Tony Malone, each of whom steps into a new role. Joe is Gervasi's new corporate restaurant executive chef, and Tony will serve as executive chef at Twisted Olive, which is a Gervasi restaurant located in Green, Ohio. Chefs, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you, Dan. How are you? Great. John, let me start with you. You are the corporate restaurant executive chef. What exactly does that mean? What does that make your role? So in my role, uh, which is fairly new, uh, I am visiting all four properties um, that have full culinary teams and full menu development. And I oversee all of that and help them in all ways, especially, especially with mentoring and quality control and items like that in the back of the house. Now, does that still mean you have a chance to get into the kitchen on a Saturday night and cook? Or is I'm that very, say- yes, very much involved in the kitchen, uh, especially right now at the Bistro, which is here on property. Twisted Olive is off property, uh, maybe 12 miles from here, but all under the same restaurant group. Gervais is, of course, a vineyard, so people are coming to sample the wine. What kind of role do you play in the pairings of wine and food? So I do a little bit of that, um, especially if there's something that we're trying to target for a certain entree for the restaurants. We do have a sommelier on premise, and we also have our catering uh, chef, Chef Ryan, who is very uh, involved with that as well. And we have actual winemakers that are here at the facility. Tony, you come to Twisted Olive from Michigan. You worked at a private yacht and a golf club. How does this change for you, or does it change much from moving from a situation like that into a more public place? Um, The only change that um, I see right now going into the uh, Twisted Olive is um, the volume on a daily basis. The volume is uh, extremely high, and it just gets higher and higher as the week goes on. Uh, At Bay Harbor Yacht Club, we had 1,500 members, and they normally would show up on Friday and Saturday. So... During the week, it's a little lighter, but it's a, it's a challenge here dealing with the volume on a daily basis. Right, is the rest of the week, especially during the summertime, busy on a Thursday or Wednesday? Yes, extremely busy. And this, I would imagine, is the busiest time of year, right, from spring to what, into fall? It is. It's it starting is. up. Yep. Yep. We have the patio open, and it's been busy since we opened the patio. I would imagine. I mean, I think most don't most diners ask for the patio these days? When yes, the rest well, a lot of reservations want the, the, our patio outside. So in addition to Twisted Olive, which is off-premises, Joe, there are the restaurant's three different dining options, if I'm correct, right, on on the grounds of the vineyard? That is correct. We have the Crush House, which is a freestanding building. We also have the Bistro, which is the the original flagship restaurant that used to be a a barn on the property uh, when when Mr. Swaldo had purchased this soil, as you may say, um, and and developed it into a restaurant. We also have... Uh, the Piazza, which is going to be opening up very shortly here, May 24th, 25th. And that's a very extensive uh, area with seating for at least, um, I think, 300. You mentioned catering opportunities. Are there things like weddings, people coming out there to do that kind of thing? Yes, Dan. There are weddings. We have a, a huge facility uh, that is called the Pavilion, and it has an outdoor feel, uh, obviously. And there are it's where the weather conducive and it's just a really beautiful spot it it butts up against a lake uh, so there are some lakeside ceremonies and then they go up to the pavilion for dinner Uh, very very tuscan very the property is just beautiful 
Tony, the Twisted Olive, the focus is on Italian-American food. Have you spent much time in the kitchen working with that particular cuisine? Yes, I have. Tell me a little bit about your experience with that and what you like to cook in, those, in that particular area. Well, I, I owned an uh, Italian restaurant myself years ago in um, PA, Pittsburgh, PA. I've done a lot of scratch cooking, a lot of uh, fresh-made pastas and lasagnas and your basic Italian dishes. Um, here, a lot of our, at, at Twisted Olive, a lot of our uh, stuff is... Um, scratch cooking in the kitchen and it's uh it's it's a challenge day in and day out the volume is so high our prep our prep is outrageous every day but when it comes to italian cuisine have diners palettes changed have you noticed in the last 20 years or so or are people still looking for the same sorts of things it, i think that it's, it, it's changed don't you think yeah so? i think it's changed a little bit but you know a lot of people go to the italian restaurant basically want the basics of what they grew up with and uh, like we sell a lot of lasagna, <laughs> okay, a, a, tons of it. You know, so yeah, it, it's it's changed a little bit. We sell, we do a lot of specials, and a lot of specials do sell good. I would imagine with lasagna, it's easier for you to make it than for me to make it at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, we make batches of it. Yeah. Joe, when the announcement was made about your appointments to these posts, it was noted that Gervasi had, quote, challenged their leadership team to look at their current structure, expand and strengthen their team to better serve their staff and guests. So. How do you make all that happen? It's a big charge. <laughs> it is a big charge. And here's what I uh, have attempted to do since my employment here is just to really get deep down into the culinary team, seeing their skill sets. What are they missing? Do we have everything for them to have as far as their tools? And then we go from there. And just it's a camaraderie that you have to keep afloat every day and very be very, very supportive um, it could be taxing at times, which we all know that in the restaurant industry. But um, with the amount of years that I've been doing this, I think that we're going to have a great, great experience here. So, so all good. How, how large of a staff do you have across these various restaurants? Oh, my gosh. So I would say between the Bistro, Twisted Olive, uh, the Crush House, we're, we're upwards of 100. This episode of The Landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. With offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin, Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities. And we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, Vibrant communities for all. We're joined today by chefs Joe Pileggi and Tony Malone from Gervasi Vineyards. They join us today for the Landscape, a Crane's Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Tony, when it comes time to say, I'm going to measure some successes at Twisted Olive as things get rolling. Obviously, you want happy diners. What are some other ways you measure success at a restaurant like that? The, the way I measure it is, um, you know, obviously, the guest satisfaction. Um, but I also look at the staff, too. You know, staff's having fun, uh, working hard, enjoying their jobs. You know, a lot of feedback that we get, too. We, we evaluate their feedback to see um, where we can make our improvements at. What, what do you do? What do you say though when customers come to you? What, what kind of things do they say to you? Like, I would like to see this on the menu. Do you get those kind of suggestions? What do you hear from people? Well, a lot of the things that we hear is um, how they love the food, how they love the scenery, the, the decor, the atmosphere of the restaurant. Because the, the restaurant is surrounded um, by a couple ponds outside. And um, it's a beautiful scenery outside too. So people come in and they always, a lot of them ask to, uh, to sit by the windows or sit outside. 
um, they do ask a lot about, you know, uh, specials, uh, chicken marsala, stuff like that, that we don't have on our menu, and we're, we've been over backwards to take care of them. The issue you have there is that you have this beautiful property, and sometimes in restaurants that have beautiful property, the food takes a back seat. How do you make sure that the, I know this is your job, but to make sure that the food is equal to what you're looking at? Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a daily challenge, too, because the volume that we do, and it's, uh, you know, you got to make sure every plate's perfect when it goes out so the customers are, are, are happy with what they're receiving. And we try to eliminate the wait time on the tickets, you know. Um, but sometimes, you know, it doesn't always happen, but we try our best. Joe, at, at the major restaurant at, at Gervasi on a Saturday night in the summer, how many people are you cycling through there in terms of how many times the tables turn? So on a Saturday night, just, Dan, for the piazza itself, we could see upwards of 800 people. Wow. So we're, we're, we're constantly having a wait list, um, and there is a new spot that we're going to have, like, cocktails available on the grass while they're waiting for their table. Uh, it's very, very popular. There's entertainment nightly, daily, uh, throughout the season, so that's a really great plus. The bistro holds around, uh, we, we hover around 400 a night uh, in the fine dining, so... Um, it, it's quite, quite a ball rolling, and uh, everybody's got to be in place. And but it's all good, and uh, everyone's looking forward to another great season here uh, at Gervasi Resort and Spa. You mentioned that the uh, there's the amount of chefs or the amount of uh, servers and people overall. But what about chefs? How many chefs would be in a particular kitchen? So in a particular kitchen, we we typically have one executive chef followed by a sous chef, and then we have the line cooks. So it has that. Uh, chain of command, that, that semblance of, of the culinary team in that order. Uh, and then we have pantry and garmage people. Uh, we also have uh, the pizza production people as well, because pizza's another uh, entity to the restaurant. Tony, every chef wants to put his stamp on a place. Have you, what have you been thinking about in terms of some of the things you might want to do as you get the Twisted Olive under your leadership? Oh, so we are going to be uh, coming out with a menu here shortly. That we're, we're revising the menu that we have now. Um, what I would like to do is get some things on the next menu that we're going to um, come out with. Um, some traditional uh, chicken parmesan, maybe some chicken piccata, um, manicotti, uh, stuffed shells, some traditional items that, um, that my grandmother used to make. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we want to keep it elevated too with, with the trend of modern cuisine and taking back the old classics. Um, I look at that also, and Chef Tony and I really um, have a great camaraderie together because we understand each other, and we've been both put into positions to succeed, and that's what we're going to do. So I don't know if you know, Dan, uh, that the Twisted Olive, on an average Friday, Saturday night, we hit roughly almost 1,000 people. I didn't know it was that much. Yes. Wow. I mean, yeah, we're, we're hitting, last Saturday, we did 998 covers. So it's very high volume. How many tables do you have then? Uh, we seat about 350. Oh yeah. My. Yeah. So we're turning that over almost three times. I mean, two, over two times on a Friday and Saturday night. So the volume, you see, yesterday is Monday. We did over 600 yesterday. Right. Well, most restaurants would love to have that many people that's on a correct. Friday. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it's yeah, a premiere for Star County. It really is. Yep. People travel over an hour just to come to our, our restaurant. So you guys are dealing with a lot of issues that all restaurateurs are dealing with, starting with uh, high inflation. How is that impacting what you do? Well, we just we just got done on a two-week uh, stint of reviewing pricing and uh, many of development and introducing some new items. And, of course, like everybody else across the board, you have to look at every individual item and 
do the pricing guide and see where we're at and all of that. And we want to be fair market at all times. So, and, and value and, and, and what you're getting um, for the price point. And everything we try to do is very elevated. So that's the that's a good point. Yeah, so right now the restaurant industry, we're actually walking a thin line with um, the price of the product that, and the price that we're selling it for. You know, we all got to make a little bit of money, plus we got to take care of our guests, make sure they're satisfied. So it's a, it's, it's a challenge. When you say are there methods to control costs that are new or anything that could help you along those lines, or is um, it still the same thing? Yeah, don't uh, eliminate waste. You know, we don't want, you know, the less waste, the more profit we'll make. Can you touch on that for a moment? I had an opportunity to take just a couple of cooking lessons at the old Vericelli Inn. And I think when people watch television, they see a restaurant that's just full of food. There's food all over the kitchen. But when you go into a real kitchen, there's it's really down to the bare minimum about what you need to make for that night. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. to. So first thing we do is we look at reservations. And then we try to decide, um, try to pinpoint exactly what we need to prep. And it's, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you know, you prep wrong, sometimes you prep right. You know, it's, uh, it's almost like uh, a two-headed coin. One of the things we've talked a lot about, we've talked to a lot of restaurateurs here on the landscape, of this issue of being able to find and retain employees from across the spectrum that you need. How's that going? I know we went through the whole thing in the pandemic, which is still not over, but, it's, you know, that it was so hard to find people to It's still a challenge now getting staff. You know, we're, uh, we're always looking for staff, we're always looking for new talent, and it's difficult. You know, it's difficult for every, every restaurant that I've known, uh, people I've talked to, it's, it's difficult. But we do have an excellent staff at the Twisted Olive right now. Uh, we just got to expand because of the volume that we do. So let me ask you finally, for each of you, when you guys go out to eat, what are you looking for in terms of food of experience? Let me start with you, Joe. So I, I typically, Dan, look for quality ingredients, presentation of the plate, the, uh, believe it or not, I could judge a lot by just a salad. If it if it if it talks to me and it's very fresh and inviting, the salad says a lot. It doesn't need to be like it's been wilted or anything like that. Um, and, and that I look for a lot. But truthfully, Dan, the quality of ingredients is my number one. And their offerings, how unique are they? Because I I really in my career have always looked for a different way to do a caprese salad or um, a beef wellington, what can you do with a twist to it or just elevate that entree? So that's what I look for, creativity. How about you, Tony? I'm the same way. Um, being a chef, it's it's difficult going out to dinner. <laughs> you know, I want to look at you know, the ingredients that they're using. I want to look at the presentation, and I want to see if how creative they are. And um, the price I'm not really concerned about. Uh, I'm just concerned about, you know, um, the overall experience I'm having at the establishment. Anything else we need to know what's going to be happening this summer at Gervasi, what, uh, what you guys are going to be doing? Well, we're going to be cooking up a storm. I know that. And <laughs> the, the properties on all levels will be very, very busy. The property itself is extremely beautiful. For Star County to have such a great, great spot to enjoy is, is a plus. We do have people coming from all over, Youngstown, Cleveland, uh, Detroit, every, just within a four or five hour drive. So it, it's really, really exciting for them to experience this this property. Does winter give you guys a chance to catch your breath at all? Winter does, I think. Right, Chef Tony? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think the uh, the winter at, um, at the Twisted Olive, the, the, the revenue goes down just a touch, but the the, um, the guests that we're serving, what I was told last winter, um, you're looking at four or 500 people per day. Okay, so still yeah, high so, volume. So, yeah. yeah, it's still it's still good volume. But right now we're getting ready to hit peak season here pretty in a couple months and we're going to be 
hopefully crushing and doing 12 to 1500 covers a night. Well, gentlemen, eat your Wheaties. Have a great summer. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Joe Pileggi is the corporate restaurant executive chef for Gervasi Vineyards, and Tony Malone is the new executive chef at Twisted Olive. They both joined us today for the Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. The Landscape is presented with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out more at deltadentaloh.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.